M I L F. Not that kind of MILF, you sick freak. It's the moms I like to follow. Presenting Naptime Happy Hour. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another beautiful Monday, another beautiful episode with the MILFs. What's hey up, guys? guys? Hey, hey, hey. Is it is it beautiful? It's not. Or is no. it just Monday? Because we're not together, so it's not beautiful. <laughs> Mondays are for the moms. Oh. Really? So, so what's up, everybody? Like, really? Like, what's going on? How are you? It's we're still quarantining. We're still recording virtually. We're still I'm yelling at our coffee. husbands and it's children. Been that kind of Monday. Oh, geez. I'm not That's even drinking. Not good. <laughs> That's not. I'm good. double I'm fisting over coffee. here because somebody prematurely <laughs> cracked the can. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes, guys! This is not good. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. <laughs> but <sighs> it's a big Monday, I think. For some of us here. Guys, guess what? 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 I'm going on? pregnant! Woo! Oh my goodness! How far so exciting! We are here. We have done it. Y'all. I thought this journey would have lasted now. longer. I know, I know. There's three of us now. So, oh my gosh, yeah. I so, feel what like what can are you cracking then? It's a darn soda. <laughs> I feel That's so ashamed. Free, right? It, yeah, it's orange soda is caffeine free. She's, she's been uh, popping lying cans for a little bit now, right? I know, I know. <laughs> I've been feeling like such a fraud. <laughs> it's all right. We still those, love you. Those Miller lights were really Pepsi, orange crush. I know, and I miss them so much. <laughs> just for the, just to note it though, Anya and Danielle are still drinking. Oh, wait. oh yeah. Well, fuck. I I'm might, the only I one might, drinking tonight. I might need whiskey in my coffee. Hey. Whatever gets you through, you better put it in there. So how are you? Drinking. How are you feeling? What are you like? What are you letting us in on? You know. Oh all that man. Fun stuff? Well, it's been it's been wild. Um, we're at the eleven week mark this wow. week. Eleven eleven weeks and two days. Um, so we're we're pretty we're pretty far along, which is exciting. We've made it very far. So. We're feeling very positive all around, which Absolutely. is nice. Wait, um, so 11 weeks, what does that make your baby the size of? Those are my so, favorite things. Thank you for asking. <laughs> it's my favorite question to answer. See? So according to the One app, so the One app does fruits, 80s and 90s nostalgia and movie props. Ooh. So they say it's the size of a strawberry. That's it's not fun. Give size- me the nostalgia. And then the movie and TV prop is uh, Groucho Marx's mustache, like the little disguise with the glasses and the nose and the fake mustache. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't I didn't know that it was actually called something. Yeah. I didn't know it was called something either. The 80s and 90s nostalgia is a Hot Wheel. It's a Hot Wheel <gasps> car. Oh, my oh, God. How fun. so cute. <laughs> and then the other app does fruits, animals, and sweets. So it is the size of a plum. 
a hummingbird and a macaroon. <laughs> oh, I love macaroons. I love macaroons as well. Well, this it's, is going to be my new favorite segment, Brittany. What is your baby this week? <laughs> it, well, it's actually been funny because like there's some weeks that I absolutely hate what they give me because like it's such like <laughs> ugly things and like it's not cute. Like, the animals were always funny because like they were animals like that just were so random like and yeah, didn't make any yeah. sense like the one time it was like a silkworm cocoon and I was like alright well I'm not Ew. telling anybody that because <laughs> that just sounds gross so. I think I had a flying squirrel the one time with Olivia <laughs> flying I, and then squirrel. there was like pastry she was a croissant that was my favorite one maybe because oh, I just I always like the, the the game boy and the Barbie, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like that's, super relatable. Like, I yeah, that's, that's I don't why think your I like... kid was ever the size of a Barbie, Anya. I still think <laughs> Cecilia isn't the size of a Barbie yet. So she's she's actually as tall as her life size Barbie now. So she's doing pretty well. <laughs> well I don't know. I, I I do like the um the 80s 90s nostalgia one. That one's always funny because like it's the most relatable. Like, tell everybody time... what it was two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago or three uh... weeks ago? When you sent it to me. It was was last week, I think. It was the size of the diamond in the heart of the ocean from Titanic. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's perfect. I love it. That's Danielle's favorite thing ever. I I sent it to her right away, and I was like, you're never going to get what the baby's the size of this week. And she was (laughs) like, you don't name that baby Rose, I don't know if we can. No, we could still be friends because Rose isn't. Well, we'll put it in A good name for today. Uh, <laughs> today's world but yeah so we're, we're feeling pretty good um i thought i was going to be graced with missing the whole morning sickness thing um but literally like six weeks on the dot which they say usually it shows up between four to six weeks mm-hmm. i was blow drying my hair and i turned my head upside down and i flipped my head back up and i immediately dropped the hair dryer and went and vomited all that's over always my bathroom. Fun. Yeah. So then that's that's been a pretty uh pretty consistent thing, unfortunately, every morning. Oh jeez. Um, but I have found a way to make it bearable and a lot more pleasant. So a uh, huge shout out to Jamie, because this was a tip from her. So she basically told me every morning I basically I wake up, I brush my teeth, and then like those little Dixie cups that like people keep in their like their bathroom next to their sink. Yeah. Yeah. So I fill one of those up and I drink them like twice. And I literally will turn around and walk out of the bathroom. And by the time I make it to my bed, I turn back around and throw it up. So, like, it's nice because, like, it it triggers it. it just so you're, like, it prematurely throwing up. You're triggering your body to throw up yes. when it's convenient for you. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, and then I'm not straining or, like, trying to, like, dry heave because there's water in my system to throw up. And it's clear and tasteless and doesn't, like, scar me for life from, like, any food or drink that I might be having. So... Oh. I mean, it's pretty nice because I get it out of the way. Like, it now, just makes you, it happen. Have you tried the cola syrup for nausea? No. So, my nausea actually has been has been pretty good. It was not good at first. Like, before I got the morning sickness, I was, like, nauseous pretty much, like, all day, which I would I would have rather have thrown up. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I completely just, agree with that statement. I agree with that, I, yeah. I never threw up pregnant but i had nausea and like lightheadedness constantly and i like i tried to make myself throw right, up on more than know, one occasion because it would have relieved it the minute like. you throw up you're gonna feel better you mm-hmm. know you do so i mean i'll get bouts of nausea here and there if i move too quickly after i eat and stuff like if i'm up and doing things like i have to like sit and let like dinner settle like I okay. have to like stuff like that. But 
the nausea went away. That wasn't that wasn't too bad. Do you um, seem I, like more tired? Yeah. 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 Um, that's actually gotten a little better, I think, around like this week. But like around like like seven and a half, eight weeks, it was like seven thirty. I was like slapping myself in the face to stay awake. <laughs> like it was bad. I feel and- like sixteen to twenty is like the best I ever felt. Like those weeks, okay. I don't like, feel like I ever felt good during. Pregnancy. Yeah, I felt I felt really good sixteen to twenty, and then it started going downhill again. Like you just feel like you start to get bigger, and then it's like overwhelming in a in a completely different aspect. Right. So like that's what I heard. I heard like you're super tired, and then you get like then you feel great, and you're like I'm pregnant. I'm so cute, and yeah, then like uh-huh. and then you're like I am the size of a fucking planet. Let me die. <laughs> So I really don't looking I forward ever to that. Cute during pregnancy, <laughs> that was definitely no, not something that came I t- out of my mind. I now. totally felt myself during Elliot's pregnancy. I was like, "Damn, I'm a hot mama." But I like, have to. I, I have know. to say though, Danielle is definitely one of those people, and I actually really love that she is is not one of those like, "Oh, pregnancy is so beautiful. I would be <laughs> pregnant all the time." She's like, "No, it fucking sucks, and you're fat, and everything hurts." <laughs> and they lie to you. They constantly lie to you. They call you. You fat at the doctor's office and it's just is not fun i don't know it's not right i mean it's not a necessary right. evil like i love the outcome i just hate going down that road of having to grow the human now so you're like in your first trimester still so have you you've met your doctor i'm guessing yes. or is it the same doctor you were with before yeah so it was the doctor that i switched to like a couple episodes prior okay. if you're just if you're just tuning in go back listen to us this will make a lot of sense later <laughs> um but so they saw me i want to say i found out i was pregnant like the week before halloween so now keep in mind like we waited to take the test out of like sheer fear okay like because of like what happened the last time like you know i had missed right. it was and was like late like almost like 4 days and i was i had they said i was pregnant and then by like that fourth day it was like no and then there was the whole mm-hmm. like i got my period all that stuff so we waited um and like when we first started um trying i i sat Dennis down and i said hey like when i you know, think I'm pregnant, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to be there? Do you want me to tell you? Like, how do you want this to go down? I'm like, I don't care either way. I just either, A, don't want to wait for you if I don't have to, or B, I don't, like, I don't want to, like, don't do, do it, it without you. don't want to do it and be upset. Right, I don't right. want to do it without you. I'm like, I'm fine either way, but he said he wanted to be there, so then we obviously were working around, like, his work schedule, too. So, um, so it was, like, the week before Halloween, um and we found out so she i called like the next day um so she saw me november 11th was like the first appointment so oh that's my mom's birthday oh no way wait wait wait. so just to back up a second aside from um taking the pregnancy test knowing that you were pregnant did you feel like differently Uh, not the obvious sign of missing your period Great question. Thank you for asking. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) The only, because so like the weird thing is, so like after, when when we were, I guess, quote unquote, technically pregnant in July, my boobs were gigantic. (laughs) I remember that. Anya, if you do not recall, Martina made like a comment about my boobs like eight times at your party. Oh, yes, at my birthday party. Yes. She made a comment about my boobs like eight times. And I'm like, I know they're huge. Like, so... 
But then every time I got my period after that, they were gigantic. And I was so confused because I was like, but then they would like significantly go down once my period was over. It was so weird. It was like a new habit that like my period picked up because I did Google it. Apparently that does happen to people when they get their, when they get their period, their boobs swell. Hmm. So it's not an uncommon period trait. I just wasn't one of mine. Your but then, hormones may have shifted after that chemical. Yeah, so that's true that's, that's what somebody that's what somebody said to me. Um, but I did notice that they were bigger. Um, but then they also hurt. Like and like I know some people have had it like unbearable, where like putting on a shirt hurts, like their boobs hurt so bad. It wasn't like that, but they. They definitely, by, like, the end of the day, I was, like, shifting around in my shirt. I was, like, I couldn't get my bra off fast enough. Like, they were just Mm -hmm. so uncomfortable by the end of the day. Um, I also felt like I was peeing a little more than normal. I mean, that also, for me, is saying something because I have the bladder the size of, like, a pee. So (laughs) every hour on the hour. So is this, like, every half hour you were peeing? Right. Like, I pee a lot to begin with. Yeah. Um, So... But that was really, like, the only two things that, like, I noticed. Um, And it's also so hard because, like, you're reading your body, like, left and right because, like, you're looking for it and you're hoping for it. So, like, the the, the slightest little twinge in your nose, you're like, oh, that means something. (laughs) Yeah, you're definitely, like, trying to find, like, the symptoms. Right. Right. And and then once you, like either you take the test and it's positive or like or you're thinking you're going to take a test like it's it's a lot of it's like in your mind too in the yes. beginning stages like you 100%. just want like so like i was like i wonder like looking back on it now like if i if i wouldn't have been so focused like would i have noticed like other weird things i'm like oh like that's odd like that's not normal like but i was just so like looking for everything that like i was just but yeah, so she saw, I'm sorry, it was November 13th. It was Friday the 13th was the appointment. So it was only like a couple weeks after, but it felt like super long. Um, I didn't get to hear the heartbeat or anything at the appointment because it was, the baby was still so small. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, that's usually at it. 12 weeks that they can, yeah, sometimes at yeah. 11 they can detect it, but it's yeah, usually so they, it comes around have, 12. Yeah, they wouldn't have picked it up, but then like they had me like, they're like, okay, you can schedule your ultrasound. I literally was calling the ultrasound people as I was walking out of the I did, I did that too. <laughs> I was like, I want to get like the closest appointment possible. Like, I don't want to wait. Like, I want to know. So, um, we actually, I was able to get in the following, the, the following Friday. So I only had to wait a week. So that was awesome. Um, <laughs> okay. So when you go for the ultrasound, they obviously make you drink like a bunch of water. Yeah. I told you this, didn't I? Didn't we have this conversation? I told we you to drink might. half the bottle of water. Don't drink the full. We we might have. So I'm sitting at home, right? And I I I'm talking to the math teacher before we break for lunch, and I'm like, in like your regular like like a drinking cup, how many like fluid ounces is that? And he's like, eight I don't ounces. know. He's like, depending on the size, probably like eight Nine ounces. Or and I was like, and I was like, okay. He's like, if you have like a larger cup, he said, saying it's probably sixteen. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So I like, I'm like, let me start like I'll start drinking like an hour beforehand. That way, I'm not like because again, I know I have to go to the bathroom a lot. Like my <laughs> I'm my bladder's already super small. So I drink like probably roughly like 20 some ounces. They recommend between 20 to 32. So I drank like, I think like three glasses of eight ounces. So it was like 24. And I was like, all right, that's good. So by the time I get into the car, we literally drive like across the street to the hospital. We live across the street from the hospital that uh, I needed to go to. So 
And you were I doing go, the potty dance? Um, the lady's <laughs> checking me in and I'm dancing and she's like, oh, honey. She's like, and she's like one of those like middle-aged women who like has been doing, she's like, oh, honey, this is not going to work. This right. is what we're doing. We're not going to make it. And I was like, I know, dude, like you're telling me. And she's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. There's a bathroom over there. If you really got to go and you can't take it, just go a little bit, relieve some pressure, and then you wait. And I was like, all right. So I go to the bathroom. Bad idea. If they ever tell you to go to the bathroom, do not do it. Because I I, I was like, yeah, oh, I was. Yeah, how can you stop it? I can't stop midstream. No, There's no, no way. Maybe no. towards the end. I told you. I said to you, do not. <laughs> but next but time once they, they give did you the a, ultrasound. A thing, you come to me first when they give you the thing. And I'll be like, <laughs> all right, they tell you to do this, but only do half because I can hold my bladder. And I was sitting on that table when they stick that wand thing up there. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be all over this wand. So then. Wait, was sh- it an internal? No, it was just the, the outside. You, they didn't have to do an internal for you? No. No, I didn't oh. have to get an internal either. Maybe because this was eight years ago with Lucas, they <laughs> did an internal. I mean, with Lucas. The, they didn't do an internal ultrasound, but like at my very first appointment, she did like a quick like internal exam just to make, like to see like how like my uterus felt and stuff. But that was no, it. yeah, they did an internal ultrasound um, for me with Lucas, mm. but then I never got the. By the time I was able to get in with my OBGYN for Olivia, they were able to pick up the heartbeat on the Doppler. So okay. they said that we didn't have to go and do the ultrasound. And at that point, I was like, this is my second kid. I don't want to miss out on work. I'm not right. gonna, I'll just do the 17-week one, 20-week one, right. whatever. So I come out of the bathroom, and the lady goes, it didn't work, did it? And I was like, no. And I was, like, so upset. And she goes, well, you got time. And I was like, is there, like, a vending machine? And she's like, yeah. So she tells me where to go. So I go and get, like, a bottle of water. And I'm sitting there. She goes, now, don't – she's like, don't drink it fast. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to, like, drink it slow. So by the time it's almost my appointment time, I'm done the bottle of water. So I'm like, all right, I'm good. They're going to come get me in the next, like, couple minutes anyway. Well, they take longer than expected. So now I'm pacing around the waiting room trying not to pee. And they come and get me and they take me back. And of course, like the lady starts like pressing on my stomach. And I'm like trying to like watch what's happening, enjoy the moment. But I am like, like fiddling with my feet, like just trying not. I was literally, I was like, I'm going to pee myself on this table. I am going to pee right here. And then the lady goes, um, do you really have to go? Why don't you just go? Because there was like a bathroom in there. And so I peed and I laid back down and she goes, oh, yeah, you're already filling up again. She goes, you know what? I always say they should ask you your height and your weight before they tell you how much water you should drink because you are not a six foot grown man. You don't need to be drinking 32 ounces of water. (laughs) It's also like for those kinds of things, like when you know you have to hold it, it's harder to hold it. Like, yeah, because you like, know you yeah, can't like, go. You're, you're thinking so hard about like the fact that you just drank all this water and like now like it def it definitely makes it worse. So yeah. since you're going to these ultrasounds during quarantine, was Dennis allowed in? So that was another disaster. So no, he is not allowed to go in. Um, oh, I had him so come. Sad. I know. I had him come with me. Um, he sat in the parking lot and I was like, I'll, like, I'll FaceTime you. So I, I get in and I say to the girl, like, hey, do you mind if I call my husband? And she was like, yeah, you can call. There's no video. So I'm like, all what? right, so now I have to call him and I have no service. 
back in wait, like why where, why no video i have no idea wait is facetime even re- consider because it, it doesn't record the conversation it's not right. like you're taking a video yeah i don't i don't know so i tried calling him but i had no service and i don't I, really like, understand again, why they can't let them in there like you're obviously with that man so like it's I, it doesn't like make any sense either because a lot of hot well they might not be again but for a good long period like they were letting visit like one visitor per person again as well yeah. so like i just don't and we can all go to the grocery store together but we can't go to a doctor's appointment together I it know. doesn't make any sense but it was, it was people can protest together but you can't have two people three people in a little eight by eight room yeah, it was it was really sad and like I had no service and I'm texting him and I'm like I'm trying to call you and he's like I'm trying to call you and he's like but it just keeps ringing and I'm like I was like it keeps telling me I have no service and I'm so sorry and like I mean not that he would have been able to hear anything anyway because like they the ultrasound didn't it didn't let me hear the heartbeat it just it showed me the heartbeat. So okay. they said, like, at my next appointment with my doctor, I'll hear, like, I'll hear the heartbeat, like, physically, because the baby will be big enough. But so that kind of sucked, like, doing it, like, by yourself. And, and so, you know well, what I think you can do? I think you can go to, like, those 3D ultrasound. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. And they let the they're, they're allowing a, a, mm-hmm. okay. a person, person to go in with just you. Just so Dennis can get the experience as well. Yeah, there is an out of pocket cost to that, but I think it's worth it, especially during these times. Like, because if he's not allowed at your twenty week ultrasound, like that's such a big thing to like be pre- mm-hmm. like for Cecilia. John went to like every appointment, but for Elliot, yeah, he John didn't go was to there any. for both of them. Yeah, I it, just him like with with having Cecilia and both of us working, like it was just easier for me to go by myself with Elliot. But he went to the twenty week ultrasound, right? And like that's. The one that they really like all the other ones it's kind of just like in and out yeah. pretty quick appointments but right. if he can't be there then you should definitely do one of those 3d centers and i'm pretty sure they do packages because um my cousin is pregnant and like she usually goes through them and she, i feel like she does ultrasounds all the time okay so i definitely think like look into them um i think that there's packages where you can do like a like a 10 week one and then huh. another one 20 week and then like the last one i think is the 3d one maybe Oh, that's cool. The 3D one creeps me out, though, so I don't want to see your 3D picture because it looks like an alien. Now, you have a little ways to go, so COVID stuff might change by the time you actually give birth, but um, when we had Elliot, uh, I could only have John in the room or one one person. It didn't have to be John. It almost was my mom. He almost forfeit his spot for her because (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to have the baby at home. And he was like, no, you can just have the baby with your mom. And I was like, but that's not fair. You know, you don't, you shouldn't miss your kid. And right. it ended up working out. I was only in the hospital, like, less than 24 hours. It was very quick. Um, I was not the most uh, patient patient. Um, but well, they also probably had you in and out because that was like as everything started like, yeah, peaking. Yeah, they were great about getting in and out. But so if for some reason, like, what what was your plan prior to COVID and now with COVID? Obviously, it'll be Dennis. But so they are still the same, which okay. is nice. Um, it's just Dennis. Okay. Um, I talked to my mom about it like way before like I even got pregnant and stuff, and she she told me that she she gets that I would maybe want her 
but she also wants that to be something special between Dennis and I starting our own family. Okay. So she goes, I'll see the baby when it comes out and when it's when you're done. She's like, but that's I thought that was very sweet. That yeah, she, absolutely. That, that she was that like, that's very you. sweet. That's you and your husband. That's your family. She's like, I had to give you up, and that's you know the price that I pay. It was I got like I got like emotional. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So just Dennis. Um. Which I do kind of like, you know. Especially like I know it can get overwhelming when people come and like you know surround you at the hospital after you know twelve hours after just like pushing a human out of your crotch. So so we didn't have people. So even with Cecilia, yeah, we so didn't have I, people in the hospital. I like that you did that because um, so I think I, that was so I, nice. I know, I know some people were probably not like understanding it. Like I think everyone was understanding of it, but they didn't really get it. Yeah. Um, the only people allowed at the hospital for Cecilia were my sisters and our parents. Right. Um, oh, and John, well, John's brother also. Um, so we just did siblings and parents. I liked it that way. While I was in labor, my sisters were kind of in and out. Um just because we're abnormally close. Um, but then, like, for the actual labor, it was just my mom and John, like, the actual, okay. like, delivery. Now, the plan for Elliot, it was supp- – I really wanted John's mom to be in there also. She has Aww. only boys. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she doesn't have a daughter that she can be in the room with. And I – my mom is, like, like a doula. Like, she like, – right. Like, John's great, but, like, I'm, like, counter pressure. And he's, like, pressure what? Like, you know, he doesn't I like he's supportive and he will like talk me through. But like to have that like person to like understand like what I need, like that would be my mom. And he yeah. did great for Elliot. But like the nurses were wonderful for Elliot. Like they really made a huge difference because they, they the whole time like I was like, I want my mom. Like I want my mom. And they were like, Aww. OK, like we'll be here. Like <laughs> so I I like. I don't know. I, I, See, I was I the opposite. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't have a quarantine baby, so I yeah. feel like for me it was different, and we didn't have to worry about that, but I yeah. did have an unwelcomed guest in both of my deliveries. <laughs> so, I mean, my mother-in-law was there without my approval, and that wasn't fun, but I mean, what did the staff say about that? I was gonna say, it, aren't the rules? Haven't they always been? They've two always people? been the same. So with Lucas, they were like, you can. They told her that she could stay in the room with us until we started pushing. Then the nurse said, you have to get out once we go. Once the doctor comes in and everything progresses and we start pushing, and then they switch shifts. And the nurse oh. was like, you can you can stay in. Like, it, it doesn't matter. And at that point, like, I didn't want her in there. And I told Don, like, before we went in, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't I don't want your mom seeing my hoo-ha. Like, that's, that's not a fun <laughs> thing for me. Would you want my mom to see your penis? Like, no, this isn't, it's not fun. So then, um, I forget what had happened. I think, like, we were having issues. Like, he had gotten stuck and everything and it all just progressed so quickly and I guess they never kicked her out and at one point she was doing something to me and I turned around and I yelled at her I don't remember it <laughs> um I guess because I'm it's a very like yeah intense... I, I yelled at my mom at one point like right and the nurse was like oh my gosh don't don't do that and I was like sorry sorry <laughs> yeah my mom had <laughs> like... said something to me afterwards she's like do you remember like <laughs> 
flipping out on Amit and I'm like I don't but I'm not gonna apologize because yeah. I didn't want her in here to begin with like you're overstepping a boundary and then like she had taken a lot of like pictures which are great for me and Don because like I do have those pictures of like Lucas crowning and coming out but I'm like this was really awkward for me that your yeah don't mom share those yeah. and then she was well and then like when we were because we had visitors she had like her friends coming and she was like showing them the pictures she showed like my uh she showed biff oh yeah biff was the one who ended up telling me because i didn't even know she took those pictures first of all because i'm in like such a euphoria when you're pushing like i don't know what's going on um you're so focused right and so biff was like you know she has pictures of like Lucas coming out of your vajay. Oh like, my yeah. god. <laughs> and I think at this time, like, Biff was maybe like 16 or 17. Oh my gosh. And like, I, I'm just like, oh my god, what the hell? So, and then I think with- prior to COVID, each hospital, it's like two or three is like how like many people. Three, like three, right. like for the actual like delivery. But like leading up to it, they're a little bit more lenient. Um, I had babies at two different hospitals and right. I think Abington, like, well, I don't really know because I had Elliot during COVID, but Abington was very lenient with like in and out. Like even my father-in-law at one point came in and was like, hey, good luck, do well, you got this and like walked out. Like, <laughs> so, you know, like, like they were pretty lenient about like that. And then like once it got time to like actually like deliver then they they do kind of like say like hey we need to clear the area and like you know make sure right. everyone yeah so with Olivia they said that to my mother in law and she just completely ignored them that was yeah. so uh, it was so embarrassing and we had like a lot of complications with Olivia like her heart rate kept dropping and I actually probably should have been C sectioned to like I mean when I go back and think of it and then you who went through med like nursing school. Had yeah. even agreed with me that we probably should have, and we were lucky with her that she's our survivor. But um, well, yeah, because didn't it wasn't the cord wrapped when she was when she yeah, pulled, yeah like she multiple was times the cord yeah. was wrapped around her neck six times, and I remember afterwards like the one nurse Ugh. was like, "I've never seen a positive outcome with the cord being wrapped around that far," but um, Ugh. so the doctor had come in and he's like, "You need to get out." Like, she is ready to start pushing. You need to leave. And she was like, okay, okay, let me just say bye and never left. And then at that point, like, I'm push, like, I'm getting ready to push. What am I going to be like, call security? And I, <laughs> I was so upset with Don, too, because, like, I had stated to him, I don't want a repeat of Lucas's birth. Like, I don't want her. But in I here. can, I can see you telling them to call security. People, people do that, though, probably. Like, oh, I'm sure I, they I'm do. sure they do. I mean, me and Amma don't have a horrible relationship relationship so I don't think I'd ever like be like no you need to call security there's a baby snatcher up in here (laughs) like I just it was just an uncomfortable situation and I expected Don to man up more with it and I feel like he disappointed me in that aspect but I mean we've gotten over it and I guess it is what it is because I was in the room boys I was in the room for Candace's labor um, okay like for like the whole thing it was me my mom and um her husband and I didn't intend to stay. Like, I was just, we got there at a good time. Like, she, like, you know, we were helping her, like, work wait, walk, through the pain. Wait, wait, and, yeah, like, her through it. And then they 
the midwife like came in and I was like, all right, it's time. Let's get, let, let's get everyone in position. And I was like, all right. I was like, can't like, sh- am I staying? And she's like, where the fuck else would you go? Like she like, like snapped. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, hold my leg. Like, like I was like, okay, I guess I'm staying. But like I had a baby first and I had, I had told her she could be in the room because she was pregnant at the time. So I was like, if you want to like, you know, see what it's like. But right. um, my labor was like, <laughs> It was like two days long and she had gone home at one point and like didn't get back to the hospital in time mm. to be in the room. So I, that's why I was like, oh, I wasn't, you were in the, you weren't in the room for me. So I didn't know if I would be in the room. Like, so that was like, and, and it was interesting, like that experience because her hospital was so different than like my hospital. And like, it, it's weird how each hospital kind of has like their own, you know, Policies. what's okay. Yeah. But like with COVID, it's just so like, you just, it's changing all the time like so yeah like i know like today um i saw at the hot because again i live across the street from the hospital that i'm gonna go to on like their like sign it said like as of december 3rd new visitor um restrictions in force so like they're going back to like people can't just like come and go to check in on people it's like no more if you don't need to be there they don't don't want you there honestly for like after like since you know you just want dennis like it it it's works out a little bit for you guys and then afterwards it's gonna be kind of nice that no one can come to the hospital i don't know yeah. danielle did you like people coming to the hospital uh, i don't know i mean i never told people that they couldn't come um, because it's so practical like it's so like traditional that you do right so I, like it's hard to tell people i liked no, my but, like, family coming it's, I don't know. I thought it was kind of nice not having anyone. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, we were so tired after Lucas because, and I mean, even Olivia, because I was up all night. Olivia was born in the, when the hell was she born? She was born in the afternoon. Lucas, I started laboring at nine and he was born in the morning. So like I was up the whole night with both of right. them. Yeah, it gives you, it gives you bonding mm-hmm. time. And if you're breastfeeding, like you get, like you don't have to worry about covering yourself up constantly and like not that right. you need to cover, but right. some people, you know, feel more comfortable. Like it's just kind of like, I mean, you know. with Lucas though, I did have my one friend who had had a baby come in and I mean breastfeeding was new to me so she did help me out and I feel like it was a little bit more comfortable having her being like oh hey like this is how you breastfeed instead of like a random nurse that I didn't know because I'm like (laughs) you definitely seen my titties before so now help me (laughs) and she literally like grabbed my tit and was like okay you just put it in there and plopped (laughs) it right in there and I'm like thank you so much I love you I think you did the same thing to me. Yeah, see, and then I I passed it on. I passed my knowledge on. So, so I mean, I did read, though, um, on my one mom page that the dads, if they go in, they're not allowed to leave. Yes. Is that a thing where you're going to deliver? Yeah, I think it's, like, everywhere. It's, like, with the restrictions in place. Is that back in place? Because there was a time where, like, they could leave and then... Like, it just had to be the same visitor, like, the whole time. Like, you couldn't switch out visitors. Right. So, Dennis's cousin had a baby at the same place over the summer. Um, She actually might share the same birthday as Olivia, I think, if I'm remembering her date correctly. Or she might be a couple days after. But um, they, like, her parents went to drop things off to the husband, and he, he could only go to the door. And then, like, to the hospital door because, like, once he walked out, he couldn't come back in. Really? Yeah. 
Hmm. And like they like her parents weren't even allowed in to visit. Like it was just like it was him. That's so crazy. And yeah. one thing I will suggest to you um is Dennis will not be allowed in triage with you. Okay. So when you decide really? you're in labor or your water breaks, which is not as common as you'd think. So ideally, you'll just have contractions really close together. Right. You'll be in a lot of pain, all of that. You get to the hospital, they're going to make you triage by yourself to make sure that you're actually in labor. Mm -hmm. So if you could be in triage for a while by yourself. What do you mean triage? When they take you back into the room and check your dilation? Yeah, like like when they check your... Yeah, is, like when they check to make sure you're dilated, like check your contractions, like make sure that you're actually in labor, lab, labor before admitting you. And like I was some, never in there that long, though. Like, how long were you in triage? So I was in triage longer with Cecilia because I wasn't like actively contracting, but I had a water leak. So like they weren't okay. sure if I was actually in labor or not, but. It varies, but I know someone that was like in triage for like three hours by themselves. Oh wow! Before they were admitted, so they like their husband just was sitting in the car. So my suggestion to you would be like, labor as long as you can at home, right? Yeah. And don't because just sit you want to go in there like dilated and you know ready, right. so that you can get checked real quick and get admitted, so that Dennis can be by your side. When is the baby's ETA? So the like, e- okay. So, fun fact. So, I am, like, somewhat, like, a firm believer in, like, weird signs and, like, I, I, I somewhat believe in ghosts and, like, people come back and shit like that. So. Because they um, do. They do. I believe it. So, mm-hmm. um, I, since we moved into our house, I have been big on bird feeders. Um, I love, it's like my little hobby. I love watching the birds come. It's like my favorite thing. Well, we have a cardinal that visits um, the feeder and they always say like cardinals especially are um, like loved ones who have passed. So the Saturday that I was supposed to get my period, um, we were moving things from the outside to the inside for the winter. So, like, we were taking away, like, you know, the the patio furniture and, like, the my bird right, bath right. out front, all that stuff. So, I was walking into the backyard and clearing out, like, beach stuff because we sadly did not go to the beach because of COVID. <laughs> so, I was clearing it all out of the garage and... I hadn't seen my cardinal in quite some time because it was, you know, the end of October. It was like birds were going away, but cardinals actually stay around. Um, And he uh, the cardinal came like flying into my neighbor's tree. So because that's where I was, where my gate is, is, is closer to my neighbor's house and away from my tree out front. And there was like this little opening in the neighbor's tree. And that's where it sat. And it stared like right at me and just like tweeted and tweeted and tweeted and tweeted. And I was like, I got like the chills and I like went to the backyard and I said to Dennis, I said, I don't know what's happening, but something is happening. I said, because my cardinal just came back after weeks of not seeing it. I was like, and it was just staring at me and tweeting like a madman. I was like, it wouldn't even like, I was like, and I moved. I'm like, and it didn't like, it wouldn't fly away. And he was like, all right, well, like, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye out. So then obviously, a co- you know, obviously we waited a couple of days and stuff. But then later on that following week, we found out we were pregnant. So I go to the doctor and they tell me my estimated due date is June 26th. 
So I'm driving home from my doctor's appointment. I'm on the phone with my mom and I'm like, yeah, like I'm telling everything that they said. Like, yeah, they say like um, every Saturday is like the, you know, the day my week changes. Like so I can follow that like to help me keep on track besides like the 80,000 apps that I have. <laughs> and I said, she said my estimated due date is June 26th. And she's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, like June 26th. And she goes, hold on one second. And I hear like rummaging like like through the stuff. And she goes, that's mine and daddy's wedding anniversary. Oh, and really? I was like, no way. And like, I remembered they got married in June, but like, I didn't know the day I was there, but I don't remember. Like, right. And she was like, yeah, June, June 26th is, is mine and your dad's wedding anniversary. And I was like, holy shit. And then like, I thought back to like the cardinal that came like the day I was supposed to like, I was supposed to start my period and I didn't. And so it's maybe supposed to be here, whatever. Take it for what it is, but... Right. So hopefully, though, too, you are going to have the baby in the warmer months. And COVID last year seemed to right, start things were to better calm then. down. Yeah, things so were better So you might then. catch a break. And, like, if you could just squeeze them in there until, like, maybe the first week of July... like maybe that'll be better for you and the rules will be a little bit more laxed with right you can go in and whatnot yeah I hope so I hope so so we'll see we'll see but we're we're really excited we are going to find out the gender are we doing a gender reveal um so great question so actually today I got the blood work done um to find out uh the gender of the baby and like all the other like standard blood work and stuff that you're supposed to We didn't to get, have that. Like I heard that. Wait, hold on. You're doing it through a blood test? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no. I did it through the ultrasound. Yeah, so there's like this there's this thing now that they so that my doctor told me they used to give it to women over 35 cuz obviously they're the um the highest risk for genetic defects. Um, like Down syndrome and, you know, spina bifida, stuff like that, which is what okay. like the cro- chromosomal uh, yeah. abnormalities. I didn't do any any of that extra blood work. Yeah. So they they gave it to me and they said, listen, it's up to you. Check with your insurance. Some people she's like a lot of people say no because it's a lot of money out of pocket for some people, depending on your insurance. Yeah. She's like, but you can't have the sex with the baby. She's like, so if you want it, I'll, I'll let you leave with it. But if you don't want to use it, that's no big deal. Just bring it back with you. And I said, OK. So I called our insurance and it was like zero cost. Oh, that's awesome. And like as like a special ed teacher, like part of me wanted to be like, well, if something's going on, then I want to know and like be prepared for like early intervention as much as possible, even though it's like very unlikely with like my age and Dennis's age and our health that like that's going to be a problem and like our family history, like it's not in our family or anything like that. So, yeah, but anything can happen. You never know. So, but so sadly, speaking of COVID, we were just talking about doing a gender reveal. And we were like, all right, well, like maybe we should maybe we could keep it like just like our families. But then like even that, like his parents are so like they're kind of back on like quarantining basically without yeah. like really seeing anybody and stuff. So it's just hard. And it's like it's supposed Ooh, to idea. be a, maybe a Facebook idea. live. type. So of we wait. talked about like doing like a Zoom, but it's just like, it's, hard. it's supposed to be like a fun and exciting time. And like yeah. it's just getting like crushed by like. By COVID. Yes, oh Danielle, you're waving I just had, frantically. I just, I just had a brilliant idea. What if we went to like a big parking lot 
and everybody parked their cars. Like, oh, that could work. No, it could work. Think of it like if everybody parks, if you pick a parking lot and then you and, and Dennis you stay, are in like, the in middle the trunk of the of parking your lot and everybody stays either in their car or in the trunk of it and then you do it there. Like That's this would this would keep up with quarantine. You could like you could like throw a football across like a large uh you could get like one of those like footballs that like bursts or when, something. When you said that, I thought of the parking lot where we met for CC's drive by. Oh yeah, it's, like so big and nobody's <laughs> ever at that bank. <laughs> no, there really isn't. I don't. Th- it's open. Like there's I swear. there's so many places that you could do it. Like I I really yeah that just, could actually work. You could. DA actually, with the good ideas. That's actually a really good. I'm gonna run. That, I'm gonna run that by Dennis after we're done. Yeah, because that I might mean, work. Dennis's parents did the drive-by birthday honking. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. like, I think it's, that they would be on board with that. You could even go to like Nishamani, like where the boss like is. There's that um, huge. There's that. Yeah, huge, like a drive-by uh, gender, drive-by gender reveal. reveal. <laughs> drive, drive and park. Yeah, yeah drive and park. <laughs> um, but my my sister is going to be the responsible one. She is going to get the information. So her and I are in the works. We obviously want to do something like Christmas related or like wintry since like it is Christmas um, and stuff like that. So that's definitely Ooh. something. But we're we're super excited. If you're going to do the family one, like I'm all about that. But I also think that you should keep that on the DL and then do like a friend's parking lot one that I just yeah, I agree. Because I want the excitement still. I miss. Danielle needs to get the hell out of her house. I just need I to know. get out of my house, guys. It was bad beforehand before we got onto this uh, recording. I'm, I'm ready. I just need but to get I, out. I, I definitely want to know. Like, I, I I love the idea, and I think it's, like, the coolest surprise ever. But I am also such a planner and so organized that I – and it's so weird because, like, just because you know the baby's gender doesn't mean that, like, anything changes. Like, clothes that you buy or, like, the mm-hmm. color of the room or, like, even, like, names. Like, there's so many names that are, like, gender neutral or whatever. I just need to know. I, I just need, for my own sanity, I need to know <laughs> what the baby I think it's two different, like – once you have the first one, like you could probably for the second one not find out. See, I did it opposite. Because you're just a only, freak. No, only because we were living with, like after we got married, we lived with my mom for a year. Right. So we didn't have a house. I couldn't plan a nursery. Like we were shopping for a house. We got one right when Cecilia was born. But like I couldn't really plan anything. So yeah. I was like, why not? Like I'm, I right. might not do this ever again. And then with Elliot, I like had to know. I was like itching. Like I was like, oh my God, I need <laughs> to know what, what he is. Like, um, But if we had another kid, I would do a surprise again yeah I I feel like I I feel like I could do it like for like a third kid yeah I feel like a third kid yeah like a third kid would be good because like I feel like if it's if a second kid I need to know like all right do I need a couple different things or can I just use what I have yeah that's that was my that was my thing I was like I have to know if I have to like change things up or keep it the same or I'm calling it right now you're having a girl it's okay, so that's everybody's been everybody's saying that that's the big. That's I've the big always one. I've been thinking it's a girl too. You also said twins. Let's not forget. Oh yeah. So, well, no. Someone in my life is having twins. That? Yeah, no, she's I've a premonition. Been, I've been dreaming twins for like the last couple Anya, months, and like I don't know who they are. Friends that are pregnant, so it could be one of them too. Wait, no, Anya. When I went to my ultrasound, you know how like they don't show you like the like the video the, the picture at first, yeah. like obviously in case. So like. She's looking and she's like, um, okay, 
uh and i'm like oh my god there's no baby oh my god and then she's like okay one and i'm like please tell me anya's right i'm like if anya is fucking right i was like i'm gonna beat her ass i'm like i cannot do two and she was like no okay yeah looks like just one here i'm like girl you mm. need to preface this better because this is not working i'm not gonna um, lie if i were um, an ultrasound one. tech i would so totally fuck around with people yeah play I'd with that like, all the time one, two <laughs> I My asked dad. her I That's said like have bubble. you I was like have you ever like seen like weird shit that like people didn't know they had and she's like oh my god all the time she's like like women have like one ovary and they never knew she's like because they how do you know That's that wild. you don't know that unless you get an ultrasound you know what I mean like oh, you don't okay. know you don't know that information so yeah she 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 was very funny she was she was cracking me up she was I liked her a lot she was a very good experience for that's good i'm glad that you had a positive experience aside i'm from so excited for you this down. is like such a fun fun thing yeah i mean guys i'm knocked up and and like <laughs> oh on my gosh, purpose I, not on yeah. accident <laughs> yeah we do that intentional nowadays yeah. i said that was <laughs> my not sister on accident. I said that to my sister. I'm like it's so weird now like to see like my friends and like my initial thought is always like Oh no, like what are you gonna do? And then I'm like, oh wait, no, like you wanted wait, this. Wait, this like, is a good thing. This was on purpose. We're not like eighteen anymore. This isn't like, oh shit. Like <laughs> Um uh, All right, ladies. Well, I think it's time for for tits and tips here. Yeah, sounds Ooh, good. Tits and tips, tips and tips, and tips and tips, tips and tips, tips and tips. Guys, we're so off. I'm so bad when we're not together. Like we can't stick with rhythm. It's all right, guys. A very, a very controversial topic today. How ripe is oh, your gosh. uterus? Not my uterus. <laughs> <laughs> at, at what age should you take away the binky slash pacifier, even hmm. if they're still using it? Um. Well, Do you want to go am, first? Yeah, I... We're a binky family. I never okay. thought that my family would like, I never thought that I'd have kids with binkies. My mom is like, so like not a fan of them. And I don't think any of us really use them like, like growing up. Right. But, um, so Cecilia, when she was born, had, um, a tongue tie. So for the first four months, she didn't use a binky at all. Like she couldn't like get it properly. Right. And right. we used a shield for breastfeeding and all that. So, um, she had her tongue tie like reversed and taken care of and on the way like home from the procedure we put a binky in her mouth and that was it and she <laughs> took it and I was like oh my god it worked like what like that was like that's how we knew like besides breastfeeding became 10 times easier but right right so it was here and there until about six or seven months and then she just was hooked like uh, she was a late bloomer to binkies like okay. some people cut binkies out at six months and cecilia's like give me that fucking binky like right six she's months like a binky like, crackhead yeah definitely now so, does elliot like it we um elliot yeah i <laughs> so um cecilia's accessories are bows like i just like love bows so I made Elliot's accessory uh, pacifier clips and pacifiers. <laughs> um, so oh I got God. him cute pacifiers. They're Itsy Ritzy brand. And I'm obsessed with them. They're super easy to clean. Cecilia's were really gross. They were Nuke brand and like they didn't come apart. So they got like oh. yucky. Oh, it just gross. Like you had to like clean them with a brush and we didn't clean them enough. And it was just not cool. Um, but she only used that brand. It was the 
like religiously like would not take any other binky so when we were having elliot cecilia was still on a binky so i knew i didn't want to use the same brand for him because we our plan was to get her off of it and i didn't want to get her off and then her see him using the same brand right and want his so we always intended to use a different brand for him and we did and he loves them and i i like, they're just really cute, too. Like, they're always hanging from his outfits. That's actually super smart, though, <laughs> when you have two kids that are young using binkies to do different brands. Like, oh, these are yours. Yeah, these are yeah that is a good idea. We it, it was like, well, these are baby binkies and these are CC binkies. Okay. <laughs> um, but thankfully, uh, we got her off the binky. So she turned two in May. So two and a half in November. We got her off the binky in October. October, September or October. It was very, very recent. Okay. Um, I've she heard had, worse. She had six nuke binkies. And as of like September of this year, we were, or August, we were down to two of those original six nuke binkies. Okay. I never bought more. They were like the newborn size, like the zeros, and she still oh. liked them. <laughs> um, and then we were down to one binky. And then we lost it. So that, like, that night that we lost it, like, we literally couldn't find it anywhere. And so we ha- we put her to bed, and she was distraught. Cold like, turkey, man. And it wasn't intentional. And then after she cried for, like, two hours, John found it. And he was like, I'm going to take it in there. I'm like, no. We just went through two hours of crying. Like, this was meant to be. Like, we're done. And right, like, just okay, do it. All right. And, like, it was chewed to, like, nothing. Like, there was no, like, like you <laughs> could stick your finger inside of it. Like, it was, it was grimy. But she, it was such like a like a comfort to her. So the so next was, day it, she did she did it nap like without fell, it. It fell in your lap almost to cut yeah, it off. Yeah. So she she went like three days without it, and then we like finally trashed it because we like wanted to make sure that we could get through like survive well, of course. You survive know no no binky. So she has blankies and stuff. So she uses them. Um, as like her comfort. John's when she informing sleeps. me that we didn't actually trash it. I think we're putting it in her memory box. Um, <laughs> um, Yum, but Elliot, Elliot, Elliot's on a binky. Um, I don't, I don't mind it. I, ho- I'm hoping we don't have to, you know, work as hard to get him off. I'll probably start right. working him off at like 18 months. Okay. So. Did Lucas or Olivia use a binky? So Lucas did. Uh, Lucas was a big binky guy, and it's so funny because I was one of those moms where I was like, "Don't ever give him the binky." <laughs> and then in the hospital bed, I'm like, "All I want to do is fucking sleep, kid. I've been up give for him a like binky. <laughs> for thirty some hours. Like, if you're gonna take this binky, you're gonna take this binky. Just shut the fuck up." <laughs> and so we gave him the <laughs> we gave him the binky, and um, we ended up. I mean, he wasn't too bad with it. We called it a Mimi. I don't know. That's how I grew up with it. Okay. Um, and I think he was potty trained. Yeah. So he was definitely potty trained before he was the binky was gone. Cecilia too. Um, but he only <laughs> he only took it at night. And then it was one of those uh, around Christmas. So it was, it was kind of like weaned down already. To yeah. So once he had hit two, it was, okay, you're only allowed it at night. And that's how it was. And he knew like I really hate when kids have binkies in their mouth when you take a picture because it's like well what the hell is the point of taking a picture right so i would always like he (laughs) knew like you take it out well we have pictures and um but once he hit two it was okay you get it at night and nap time i couldn't stand talking with a binky 
Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Like, that's... Cecilia knew. Like, I was like, I can't understand you. You have a binky in your mouth. If you want to talk to me, take the binky out of your mouth. I like, know a lot of parents <laughs> who do that, but I think I'm, it's smart. I'm like, so, I was so, like, so there, by like, probably like 19 months, she was only getting it for nap time and bedtime, same as Lucas. Right. And then, and, and then, then, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, it was about the same. And no pictures and no during the day and. Right. I mean, you take a lot more pictures than me with Lucas. Yeah, true. But it was, um, it was like around Christmas and it was, okay, well, you have to give your binky up because Santa has to take them and go and give them to the other babies, the babies that are just going to be born and start with the binkies. So oh, that's that was, so cute. That is mm-hmm. cute. That was, but Lucas did only ever do the one brand. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it's, is it the same brand that Cecilia did, the one that they give you in the hospital? Where it's not cute and like it doesn't have like the little mustache thing, so you could see it, and it's only like the green silicone. Is that the no, same no, no, brand? no, no? Cecilia did like, I don't know. Uh, no, it it wasn't those ones, but I know which ones you're talking about. They're like the soothies. Yeah, and like you could stick your finger in it, so oh, it was like easier to clean. Yeah. That yeah, the kind the kind that Ellie uses is similar to that. That's why I like it because you can like clean the whole thing out. Right, right. It's so it's definitely more sanitary. Those were the only ones Lucas would take. He wouldn't do like the other ones where they have like the cute picture at the end or like the football or baseball team. That's that's what Cecilia used was like those ones with like the pictures. They were really right. ugly. But she, oh. like, loved them. I always wanted to get her, like, the Lucas the mustache one. Because oh, yeah. they were so cute. <laughs> and then, like, he never would take those ones. He'd spit them out and be like, no. But yeah, um, ba- did babies Olivia definitely have one? a preference. They do. I believe and when, that. When we had Olivia, we tried to give her the binky. And she just, she never took to it. So, luckily, we never had to deal with her in a binky. So, you just had literally, to deal with my kids time. are complete opposite day and night. Like, even looking at them, yes, they have the same father. No, you probably wouldn't know from looking at them. Because <laughs> Lucas's blonde hair, blue eyes. Olivia's dark hair, darker eyes. And it's just, it's crazy. But they're complete opposite people. So, I mean, well, hey. very, very interesting to see what happens now. If, if yeah, I, I would say kid. I would say buy binkies. But if they don't take them, that's probably a pro. Um, and if your child does take a binky, just be prepared for the battle of weaning. <laughs> the um, battle of it the was, binky. It was, it was harder than the bottle. It was harder than potty training. I, well, because I the, feel like yeah, it's a comfort it item. <laughs> yeah, at, by the end, with like you guys saying it's like a nap time, bedtime thing, it's a comfort item. Yeah, so, like, it, I yeah like those that's are what so it was, hard. Yeah. Those are so hard to get rid of. Uh, well, guys, thanks for sticking with us for yet another week. A very exciting episode. Yes. Congratulations, so Congratulations. Guys. Tell Dan I, congrats. Of I know. Course, I can't I can't wait for the like the journey of your pregnancy. I know. I know. You guys get to hear all about it. It's going to be fun. When we do our well, parking guys, lot gender reveal, we'll definitely take a video and post it on our Instagram. See, oh, my God. Have to absolutely. Do it absolutely. See? Our fans want to see it. The people need to know. Well, <laughs> guys, know. Speaking, speaking of fans, we are all over social media, all over social media. DA, where can the people find you? You can find me on my Instagram at dshizzle, that's two Zs, 12, and also on Twitter. But if you can actually find one of my tweets, good luck, because I never tweet. I am dshizzle28 <laughs> on Twitter, though. 
Anya, where can the people find you? Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter, Anzilla51. Um, I don't tweet either. I just retweet Britney's tweets and uh, <laughs> like my sister's tweets. Um, and, you know, sometimes retweet strangers. But I don't I don't have original content on my Twitter. <laughs> um, Instagram, though, I'm, I'm pretty busy on there, so... Uh, on Instagram, I am bweezy36, and on Twitter, I actually do tweet. I think I'm quite hilarious. I am <laughs> bweezy0602, and please don't forget to find us on social media. We have an Instagram and a Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at the Naptime Happy Hour Podcast, and on Facebook under the same name. So give us a like, give us a follow. Yes, absolutely. We're uh, guys, we're gonna we're gonna step up our posting game. Yes, <laughs> and remember, we love referrals. So if you can refer to your other mom friends, let them know that they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever their podcasts are found. And remember, please give us a like. Let us rate us five stars, hopefully. But I mean, if you don't like Anya, I can see why you give us three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can also visit our website, um, Naptime Happy Hour Podcast. Uh, dot com. Oh my goodness. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and, one thing to remember. I know. Well, I was also thinking about the email, which is naptimehappyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Um, so the website, uh, you can go on there and leave us some tips and tits questions. Uh, we will be sure to get to them and answer them. Uh, you know, in regards to whatever topic we're discussing that week. And you can always shoot us an email if you have, you know, any words of advice, anything that you'd like us to talk about. Um, we'll shout you out and we'll always, you know, be very appreciative of the commentary and, you know, reviews. And until and next time, just because you're a mom doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you can't drink. Can't drink. <laughs> we need to get better at being back and think I miss you guys. <laughs> Oh, uh, see, see you fuckers next Bye. week. Bye. Deuces.